Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Yeah! What's up, everybody? It's the morning after with Nick and Big J, and guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Who sang <laughs> that, Big J? Uh, oh, I don't know. What? Yeah, he's back again. Oh, uh, Eminem? There you go, that's right. Uh, Sorry. the really sexy green one, as you like to say. Took me a second. It's all right. It happens, man. It's not your genre, if you will. Uh, but it is a gentleman that you have a close, intimate story with. Yeah. That uh, did you ever get to interview him, or you just got no. uh, C blocked from interviewing? No, no, I got I got manager blocked, <laughs> and it was put in shame onto a couch. <laughs> the couch of shame. Wait there for Mr. Mathers to come to you, and then he never came. He had bigger fish to fry. Yep. Spent that night uh, drinking what, Big J? Do you remember? Water? You did? That wasn't a big drinker. Oh, at the that's time. right. Back then. Uh, what about Eminem? I was he all hopped up on? Who knows? Who knows? They were all. They were uh, having. A, they were drinking so much as they were smoking stuff. That makes sense to me. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back. Welcome to Thursday, twenty eighth day of July, two thousand and twenty two. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Uh, it is good to return. Big J, please explain the last three days of the show to me. Uh, disaster. No, uh, that yeah, can't be right. The worst shows ever. No. Boring. I don't buy that for a second. Well, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> Just me fumbling with my words, <laughs> trying to get things right. But you got Maybe it done, right? Yeah. All right. We, we completed shows. <laughs> we completed shows. Uh, they're in the can. Can I go back and podcast them? No, I, I, I uh, you know, that's just not interesting either. This is make for an interesting podcast. <laughs> well, but, but yesterday was really fun, though. I wish you had been here because we had, uh, we had a, a, a young uh, childcare school show up here with twenty kids uh, yeah. to do a, a, a like a, a nice fun uh, tour of the stations, and so that was really cool. And the kids were a lot of fun. And, uh, man, uh, 20 of them all here in the X studio. That's awesome. That's awesome. Little, uh, little rug rats. Uh, did you, did you, did you see the sparkle in anybody's eye? Like they, one day they wanted to be a radio person. I tell you what, one kid, he was, uh, and you know, this is probably, he was probably eight. He's wearing a Slipknot shirt. I like him already. His, kid, his parents went to Slipknot and he was really excited. <laughs> they got him a shirt. And so maybe that kid. All right, I like it. The rest of them, a couple of them mentioned some other morning shows, and I was like, hey, hey, get out of here. Keep their names out of your mouth. So you know what we do to people mention those names around here? <laughs> They're in the basement. <laughs> oh, the kids started crying. Yeah, I'm second-guessing having you lead the tour, but I'm really glad that it went well. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, if you have any children that you don't mind getting frightened, uh, but also learning a little bit already. Send them our way. We'll uh, we'll be happy to show them around. Yep. On top of that, we also have a big concert tomorrow. The X Fest Battle of the Bands is happening at the Rev Center tomorrow night. We got five local bands battling it out for the right to open up X Fest 2022. 
and uh, it is up to you guys, the collective audience, as to who's going to get that honor. Uh, we'll give you a couple chances to win tickets to that event over the course of the show today. Fun and excitement on board, guaranteed, but we'll get started this morning with some filter. It's Hey Man, Nice Shot, kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, Boise proper needs about 13,000 homes. they got to build them in order for every person that lives here to have adequate housing that's safe, livable, and affordable, according to a new report for Up for Growth, which is a particular company that does surveys about this type of thing. About 45% of the people that live in Boise spend more than a third of their income on just rent and rent alone or mortgage payments currently, which is not sustainable, Big J. I don't know if you know that or not. But if you are spending a more than basically a quarter of your income on your monthly stipend for living, like actual putting a roof over your head, uh, then it's going to be a little bit easier for you to survive, but still tight. But now we got almost half of us spending a third of that income on our mortgage, which is a lot. But as you know, cost of living has gone up exponentially over the last couple of years. So none of this news really is surprising. The question becomes, will we ever get to those amount of homes to make it possible in a finite amount of space that Boise has? And the answer is, uh, we're trying. There's some affordable housing uh, stuff that's currently being built. Uh, Most famously right now, Franklin Orchard has got a big complex that they're putting together. But there's not an exorbitant amount. Listen, there is plenty of demand for how homes and housing here in uh, Boise proper. Not so much affordable, though, Jay. That first part, right. they're not really interested in currently. They want to make as much money as they can, as any company does. And so that is priority number one. So eventually things will start to level out a little bit. But it is one of those deals where that's a number that we need to get to. Not sure we actually will. Certainly not the affordable part. But that's where the number is going to have to be in order for us to be able to, I don't know, have a living wage and actually work and live in the place that you want to. It's not easy right now, so those of you that are doing it, congratulations. Those of you that are spending a majority of your income on your housing know exactly what I'm talking about, but it also says, hey, listen, uh, none of this stuff is really happening just here, but it's not going to go anywhere either. Joe Burrow is going to miss some of the Bengals camp that just began because he hadn't had an appendectomy, Big J. His appendix had to come out. Goodbye. Zach Taylor said there's no timetable for his return, but he didn't expect him to fall behind in practice, saying, listen, he knows the system. He knows what he's doing. He's gone to the Super Bowl. He all right, basically, is what it boils down to, but going to need some time, obviously, to recover from that surgery, and hopefully he will be okay. Big J, Harry Shum Jr. is coming back to Grey's Anatomy. That uh, harkens back to the days when you used to watch that show, my friend. The Glee alum was on uh, the Grey's Anatomy show for a bunch of years. And then he's coming on board uh, the 19th season of the surgical resident side of things and joining the cast. So you can have a good time and rehash some memories if you want to go back. How many seasons did you watch of Grey's Anatomy? Do I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, but you uh, watched a bunch or just a few? I think it's just a couple. And then you, you fell off the uh, the wagon? <clears throat> yes. By choice? Yes. Did it turn? What was it? Because, I mean, it was always soap opera Yeah, I just lost interest. I see. Gotcha. It wasn't. There wasn't enough uh, law. Also, stuff an going end on. of a relationship. I see. So. Your girlfriend watched Grey's Anatomy. We boiled down to. Yeah. And therefore, much. you watched. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. You're up to date on everything you need to know, at least for now, anyway. 
Red Hot Chili Peppers, that is Californication here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. In my absence, Big J, did you talk at all about the Loch Ness Monster? No, no, I just saw this news, though. I need to know your opinion. Do you believe that he is real or she is real? Something was was there. Okay. Okay, something in in, in that uh, that lake was, was there and people took a photograph. I believe that's a real photograph. Uh, you're just not sure if it's a living thing that's yeah, actually... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that it's still there and, and et cetera. Long time ago, that thing probably died. Yeah, and so that's exactly what science is kind of discovering. Uh, they said that, you know, after years and years of looking for something and anything, they would prove that it actually exists. They haven't been able to find anything until recently, when some British researchers studied uh, some fossils that were found in the 100 million year old river system that's now the Sahara Desert there. And the fossils belong to basically a reptile-like dinosaur that Loch Ness believers maintain could be the same creature kind of a thing. Now, uh, there's been little evidence that that paleosaurs, which is what this is actually found, uh, roamed the fresh water like the Loch Ness in Scotland. What basically they think has happened is one of two things. Number one, uh, it's still a photoshopped image, you know, kind of thing where somebody took a picture of what could have been a, uh, a paleosaur and then put it into the water there and then said it was happening. But the other side of it is this also could be something that uh, could have happened, but just not in Scotland and it also uh, millions of years, hundreds of thousands of years ago kind of a thing. Not not like, uh, you know, uh, anything that happened in the 60s, like when the picture was taken. So they're saying that something, an animal that resembles the Loch Ness Monster could have existed, just probably not in that Scottish area that people are so familiar or with. Or it was the last dinosaur. That could be too. I mean, Pixar made a movie about it. It could definitely have been The Last Dinosaur. But I'm not sure dinosaurs were rolling around in the 1960s. That might be a little bit of a stretch. But listen, we believe a whole lot crazier things than that, don't we? Yeah, So pretty much. I don't. And so there's plenty of people out there that believe the Loch Ness Monster is real still, no matter what. So there's also that. But just know that if you have that belief in your heart, maybe, just maybe... You weren't wrong after all. Morning after with Nick and Big J and Nerd Alerts coming up here in a few minutes. It is the X Rocks. Rocks. Bloomberg uh, has just released a feature article detailing the company Rockstar Games and the culture of the company and how it's changed in the last couple years. Within the article are some huge tidbits, by the way, about the game Grand Theft Auto 6, something we are all, all are waiting for uh, every waking minute. Uh, GTA 5 has been out so long, I don't even remember when it was released, but it's been a lot of years. Now, the article focused on the frat boy slash toxic work environment that was prevalent at Rockstar Games and the unbelievable pressure to release projects on time, a situation that has been an issue at many of the other huge game producers, but Rockstar has actually been making changes to fix an, uh, uh, fix that situation. First, no more overtime, a grinding towards a release date. So that's bad news. Obviously, we want to get a, a game as soon as possible, but GTA 6 is now slated to happen somewhere between late 2023 and 2024. Uh, that's what we're uh, kind of uh, looking at here. And uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 will also include a playable female protagonist for the first time. And according to people familiar with the game, the woman who is Latina will be uh, one of a pair of leading characters in a story influenced by the bank robbers Bonnie and Clyde. Grand Theft Auto 6 will be set in a fictionalized version of Miami and the surrounding areas. Uh, now, uh, early reports are this is going to be a ginormous map that would take up most of North America. Right now, that's just not the cards with what they're what they're dealing with. So they wanted some familiar territory and go back to Vice City. Yes, uh, in the surrounding areas. And then, while the original plans for the game 
uh, wood covered of those locations were scrapped. The world remains extremely large and includes more indoor locations than any previous GTA game, according to Bloomberg. So there's a lot of good stuff here. And, um, you know, they're going to continue to make stuff for Grand Theft Auto V. In fact, they're just releasing a new DLC here coming up this next week. But what they are saying is that what you can expect with Grand Theft Auto VI is once the game comes out, they are going to continue to make that game for eternity, probably, uh, with live updates just like they're doing with Grand Theft Auto V. Hopefully, it'll be in a way that includes people who want to play single-player campaign, so we'll see how that goes. But that's their plan going forward. It seems it worked for Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, I know people are into it. I just, I, I, I don't know why I just can't get into the online thing. I, probably because I feel like I'm so far behind at this point that I'm, yeah. part of it is, what, you know, when you walk into that world and you are so clearly behind everybody else that has all this money in all these things that it's not fun and that's the problem that you, I have. You can catch up and there's ways to make it fun but it's a grind, right, man. It's a grind. And so my uh, my kid Maddie and her friends uh, just started picking it up now and they're all playing on PlayStation well, they're having to play on PlayStation 4 because their friends don't have a 5 yet. Uh, so, commoners. Uh, yeah, commoners. But, um, and I'm like, yeah, there's no cross-platform play with the, uh, on, online for Grand Theft Auto 5, which is a bummer because I'd love to play with them and help them because I, I, for a while, I was really into it uh but then i just started getting interested in others i was kind of bored because i was playing by myself so uh there you go there's your grand theft auto update now you might not like uh you might not like to play playstation 5 remake or you may have been looking forward to the playstation 5 remake of star wars war knights of the old republic uh that's not happening anytime soon unfortunately uh, according to bloomberg again its development has been delayed indefinitely now sony announced that aspire media a company known for creating ports of existing video games was remaking BioWare's classic Star Wars RPG last year. Aspire had been working on the remake for three years by then. It had industry veterans as well as people who helped create the original game on board. Things looked promising, but now the game's future seems uncertain. And apparently, Aspire finished a demo of the game to show to Lucasfilm and Sony on June 30th, and the developers were even excited about what they achieved. But a week later, the company fired director Brad Prince and art director Jason Miner. Now, uh, the developers' reasons for firing the pair uh, was... Uh aren't totally clear at this point. Sources suggest that it, it poured a disproportionate amount of time and money into creating that demo, and if that's the case, continuing what it's been doing for the rest of the game wouldn't be sustainable. So, uh, look, if you're gonna... They wouldn't be able to get this game done until 2025, and at that point, it's just not worth it for them to do it. So, boom. Off the table. Which so they're just taking it down. Because I was looking forward to that. Yeah, that would have been really, really cool. One last thing here, uh, and perhaps the most surprising tech news in recent memory, Meta announced yesterday that the company is adjusting prices on its flagship Quest 2 virtual reality headsets. Uh, what we own at our house, uh, they're not going to lower the prices. <laughs> they're going to actually raise them by $100. <laughs> so starting in August, uh, Meta Quest 2 will cost you $399 for the 128 gigabyte model, $499 for the bigger one. And they said uh, that the, those models currently, uh, the, the, the prices are going up uh, Meta 2 Quest accessories as well and refurbished units because uh, it's going to help them continue to invest in long term and keep driving VR industry forward in the best in class hardware. Also, uh, they're having shipping delays and things like that to add to the problems that they're having. So yeah, they're trying to subsidize all that. Problems. Facebook's just run out of money. I mean, you got to give it to them. You know what I mean? 
Uh, they just they just don't have enough. They're only like the second most profitable company. Yeah, yeah. In the world, exactly. So why not milk it as much as you can? Listen, they found a space that uh, that people want to spend money in and they want to make money. That is uh, America. Yeah. So if you uh, you've got till August, you get a couple days here to order one up if you can find it <laughs> while luck. it's still cheaper. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sure enough, Big J, sometimes things that are created do exactly what they're intended to do, and Australia researchers have spent the last three years of their lives figuring out that those fitness trackers that you wear, they may actually help you motivate to do some fitness. Wow. Uh, the review Good found job. that after tracking your steps and encouraging you to do that actually helps people walk about 40 minutes more per day, which is fantastic news. The researchers also found no negative impacts at all from wearing these particular things. Now, there were clear positive things, but it's not like wearing a fitness tracker is just like, you know what, I'll show this stupid fitness tracker and I won't work out. You know, it's just that that doesn't happen for some reason. If you take it into your, I guess, consciousness that you want to wear a fitness tracker, it's sometimes because, hey, I want to be more active. And it actually serves as a pretty good reminder for you to get off your ass and actually do some stuff. Now, considerable weight loss was not shown because you're wearing a fitness tracker, so keep that in mind as well. But just physical activity certainly was increased in, uh, by a significant amount. So it's not like if you, you're like, listen, I'm going to lose 150 pounds, fitness tracker's the way I'm going to do it. That's not exactly going to be. Of course, there are breakthrough cases that work like that all the time. But for the most part, it's just to help you get a little bit more active, which could lead to weight loss over time. But... Nothing that's like, you know, if this equals this kind of thing. But sure enough, those fitness trackers actually help people do fitness. So isn't that nice? Yay! The rich get richer as the Yankees acquired all-star outfielder Andrew Beninetti from the Kansas City Royals in exchange for a couple of minor league pitching prospects. It was announced last night the 28-year-old was named to the all-star game for the first time in his career this season. He is batting 320 with three home runs and 39 RBIs, which doesn't seem like all-star numbers to me but hey what do i know yeah what do you know i know that 39 home runs at the all-star break didn't usually mean all-star birth but apparently it does this time around 320 is impressive listen in this era if you're knocking over 300 that's that's pretty impressive but he's obviously not a power hitter i guess is my point but then again he plays for the royals so how many runs isn't the all-star break halfway through the season that is correct so that would be, he would almost have 80 home runs at the end of the year. Buddy, you know what the difference between an RBI and a home run is? Oh, I thought you said 39 home runs. Three home runs, 39 oh, three. RBIs. Oh, that's not very many. Thank you. I thought you said 39, I'm sorry. I did say 39, RBI. Uh-huh. Uh, Deadline reports that former guest the morning after David Krumholz is coming back. If you remember him as Bernard the Elf in the Santa Claus films, there will be a Disney Plus movie based or series based on the Santa Claus movies, and apparently he's coming back. Guess who else is coming back, Big J? Tim Allen? Yep, little Timmy Allen. Oh, And yay. Elizabeth Mitchell. But it is imperative that we inform you that this is not a series about Tim Allen's character. It is a series, apparently, about uh, Bernard the Elf. And so it's going to focus a little bit more on that. These are extended cameos, essentially, for the Mr. and Mrs. Clauses of the Santa Clausiverse, if you will. How many of those were there? Two or three? I think movies. there was three. I think so, too. May, they might have actually tried something down the road without Tim Allen, did they? And this is before all the Toy Story crap. I don't know. 
but this is them going back to the well again and trying to dig into that nostalgia. Did you enjoy the Santa Claus films? Yeah, I remember watching a couple of them anyways. I remember the first one and enjoying that, and then I don't remember anything that happened post that. I don't remember anything outside of the first movie, so I'm not well-versed in this particular verse, but happy that our friend is getting more work. Why not? What you know is streaming dumbass. Morning After, that's a series, so it won't pop up in that. Sorry. This. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. There are days, Big J, where I am filled with hope and, uh, you know, positive thinking and, like, going, you know what? Uh, we're going to figure something out. We, we shall overcome. We, we figure what out? Just and, anything? And then, yeah, I mean, you know, where, where I don't feel like we're headed towards this never-ending uh, path of despair and humanity is on a downward slope and there is no turning it around. But then our story is like today's We're Going to Hell story where I'm like, no, no, we're, we're, we're straight up screwed. Oh, because no. it's not a, a, a terrible, like, awful story, but I mean, just the... Uh, we'll get into it in a second, but we're going to Apex, North Carolina for today's story. And... Uh, really cool thing. They are building a brand new elementary school for kids there in Apex, and it's getting ready to open up, and it's called Apex Friendship <laughs> Elementary School. So they're building a better prison. Exactly. Uh, and so they're making room for uh, the, the, I guess, Balkan population there, and they need another elementary school, so they're building it. And uh, as construction began, time for the sign to be made was given, and so they got these, uh, the Apex Friendship sign made, and the problem is, Big J, that the sign for the elementary school was spelled incorrectly. Apex Fine, they struggled with friendship. They spelled it F-I-R-E-N-D-S-H-I-P. Oh, they left out an I, right? Uh, absolutely not. They switched. <laughs> I rest my case. They switched the R and the I. Basically, so instead of having an F R I E N D, they had an F I R E N D. See, so it's it's read oh, fire it's, it's for some... a fire ship instead of friendship. Guy's dyslexic. Uh, well, Probably. I mean, listen, no, he's not because he it? works for a sign company. He just he made a you know one of those because it's not like they're chipping it in and it's made into stone. By the way, it's not like a painted sign. It's chipped oh, into my. stone. Okay, well, that... and <laughs> so uh, and yeah, you're right. That's not a typo. <laughs> These it's things, not a big J. These things are done with computers now. We're being honest. Nobody's taking a chisel to a block oh, of stone okay. anymore. No, so but it could be. It, it, well, it was definitely a typo. The problem is, Big J, nobody noticed it until it was up and already on display. And so, so much ineptitude has to happen between the original mistake, be it justified or unjustified. Everybody makes a mistake at work. Everybody does a typo from time to time. That's fine. But... There are so many different eyeballs that have to fall on this thing before it goes from completion of printing of the stone, the stone is chipped, the stone is wrapped, the stone is shipped, the stone is then put into place by a group of people, and all of this stuff has to happen before somebody goes, hey, hey that's, not, that's not spelled right. That, that isn't even a word. But nobody uh, did any of it, and it was actually on display, ready to go. And then it was at the grand opening ceremony that somebody said, Hey, by the way, the sign is spelled wrong. Is that like a joke? The real sign's coming, right? And they're like, uh, no, oh my god. And so they went through and basically... How, how do you handle that? Jeez. And so now the news stations are looking into how it happens. They're like, listen, mistakes were made, but they, it literally passed through. They found 17 different people. Before it got to the point of it being on the grounds. And it's like, how does that happen 
And how is that? And not only that, but it's an institution of learning. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a sign for where you learn how to spell that word. And we can't get it right. And it's just not, it's not good. And like I said, it could have been an honest mistake from the dude making the sign. I don't blame anybody for making a typo. It's just that it got through the process that far before somebody, and it didn't even happen from anybody that actually did the work. It finally went from a news crew that went, by the way, that's not correct, everybody. We know this, right? Yeah. Uh, well, but what are you going to do? I've had a similar thing happen where I misspelled somebody's name and, and they actually approved the 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 material uh-huh. and, and and I was like and I didn't even think about it and it, finally somebody was like hey this is misspelled and I'm like Ugh. well I mean again typos happen but that's a you and somebody else problem you know what I mean yeah and that's them just kind of scanning over it I'm sure not even saying okay and then going through it but it is one of those deals where you know, if you add seven, if you add twelve more people to that equation, then you've got yeah, a. Real, that's that's egregious. That's the right. problem. So let's all try and work on that, everybody, or at least help other people point out with issues and mistakes, so that it doesn't get to the point where it's almost hilarious. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your "We're Going to Hell" story. It is the X Rocks. Pearl Jam, that is even flow here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, would you say you keep a clean house around the Big J abode? Uh, I don't, but other people do. I see. So the people around you do a good job of making sure you don't live in your own filth. I don't know if I would live in my own filth. It wouldn't be that far gone, but you know. Uh, picking up after yourself, not exactly a high priority. Is that what you're telling it depends. Me? Uh, but, you know, uh, you used to obviously live on your own, I'm sure. Were you, like, was it your apartment messy, kind of, when you lived on your own? Yes, yeah, sometimes it could be. Okay. Uh, I used to be that way, too. It was really uh, the birth of my children that kicked into me the fact that I can't live. Not necessarily that I was, like, a messy person, but it was like, I would vacuum, I don't know, maybe, like, once every two weeks or something like that. That's just not a thing that I could do anymore <laughs> and be okay with. But it probably wouldn't surprise you that... That, uh, as a whole, Americans are dirtier more now than they were about 10 to 15 years ago. Would that shock you? No. Yeah, me either. It is one of those deals where I believe that laziness has kind of kicked in in a lot of places, and that is a factor behind some of it. But uh, what this it, it kind of that's what this this whole study kind of started as. They talked to twenty thousand Americans about their cleaning habits, and they wanted to see if overall we were dirtier now than we were back then. And the answer is we are. But it really has kind of morphed into what we want to talk about food-wise, because Americans and food have a real interesting relationship, and this relationship got even more interesting when they started talking about, you know, when it comes to food cleanliness. And we've all heard of the five-second rule, Big J, yes? Yeah. Uh, is that something you subscribe to? Uh, uh, no. You don't? What do you mean? I, I mean, I don't I try not to drop anything on the floor. Well, who would? But because we have pets yes. and things like that, um, <laughs> it's a fight to get that scrap. Okay, so you're basically like, it's not worth the battle. Also gonna be some probably some sort of dog or cat hair okay that's fair and i feel like that's a responsible answer now uh for those of you that don't have animals that could be a different thing and, and uh, i'll say this that the majority of americans still 
follow the five second rule when it comes to things. But then they started to dig into that a little bit. And they're like, okay, we can understand that maybe you believe that at home, but are there places that you would extend the five second rule for? Or are there places that you would never have the five second rule for? And this is where the numbers got interesting to me. About uh, fifth, about 63% of us say the five second rule is fine at home because you know where you are, you know what's there, and you can do that. And the, the, the people in the minority could have animals or whatever the case may be, or just adverse to that in general. 55% say uh, the five-second rule is a given in a restaurant. And I would say, again, it depends. Uh, I don't know, man. Any public place to me, if it falls on the floor, sorry. Uh, it wasn't meant to be. Or on the table. Yes, a concur on that as well. Like, uh, oh, no, a piece of my food fell on the table. Well, I need that. Uh, no, I don't know where this table's been. But again, more than half of us apparently okay with that. More than half of us also okay if it falls on the floor at a hospital or a medical facility because I believe that there's some sort of sanitation I don't know, thing there that maybe kicks in. Yeah. Uh, but about 63% of us have places that they would never consider eating food off the floor, uh, including bathrooms. 60% of us say they would never eat food that would fall in on a bathroom floor, which is great. But then I dug into that and I'm like, well, that means 40% of us would be okay with some sort of food <laughs> falling in a bathroom and then eating it off that bathroom floor. Yeah, that's the that's Bill Murray's character from Caddyshack. And I'm like, what? How? In what world <laughs> would that A happen, B be okay, and C for you to go? You know what? I'm just gonna eat it anyway, because that would be the worst place. Yeah. I would think. That's a disgusting person. Public streets or sidewalks, 59% of us say no way. Again, that means 41% of us would. And then anything that's fallen on an airport floor, 57% of us say I would never eat. But again, that means... <laughs> 43% no, of us are cool no, with it. No numbers for like an adult store? Uh, no, unfortunately, adult stores did not. Or an uh, arcade? An adult arcade. <laughs> what is an adult arcade? And they, they, no, I'm sorry. That room was not studied in this particular. I'm just still, you know, again, the bathroom thing, I'm happy that the majority of us are okay with it, but 40% of us would eat off of a bathroom floor, and that's not okay, you guys. It's just not. <laughs> And that's part of why we're probably filthier than ever, if we're being perfectly honest. Don't you remember all the PSAs we had to go through for uh, <laughs> during COVID to wash your hands? Yeah, and none of that stuck, as that's very clear at this particular point. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, an iconic look at the stores is going to change. For years, if you went to a store, gas station, whatever, and got yourself an ice-cold Sprite, you got one of their patented green bottles. You understand? Yeah. That ain't happening anymore. They announced what that they are changing their iconic green plastic bottle with the Coca-Cola company to a clear bottle, Big J. The goal is they want to reduce the plastic waste that they are using by checking out their new clear bottle that makes it more recyclable than the ones they had. Now, Sprite's current packaging contains the green polyurethane that basically uh, makes it tough to be recycled. It's recyclable, but it cannot be put in specifically in the new bottle, so it's not 100% recyclable. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so Sprite trying to change that is going to change their look to the clear bottles. Meanwhile, Mountain Dew holds up a middle finger to everybody and says we're too extreme to change anything. Go to hell. And so there's that. So it won't be happening anytime soon, soon, but by the end of the year, everything that comes to you in a Sprite bottle will be clear. So don't think it's been tampered with. That's the way that they're going. So there's still plenty of green bottles out there, but they're changing. It'll be okay, out. everybody. Yeah, you will get through the day, I'm sure. But there are probably people that will be upset about this. 
uh, but well, you're going to be all right. Hey, uh, Mike Trout is a hell of a baseball player, but he got some, I would consider it bad news, from the Angels head trainer, Mike Forstead. He revealed yesterday that he has a rare spinal condition that could affect him for the rest of his life. Uh, Trout did say he appreciated all the support he got in the wake of the comments, but his career is not over. The three-time MVP said that, you know, he basically just has to get into a routine, do stuff on a daily basis to keep it from coming back. He left the game back in July 12th with what was called at the time back spasms, missed the All-Star game, etc., and then he went on the injury list about a week later with what was called a back inflammation. Uh, Trout said his goal is to get back sometime this year, but clearly a huge blow to him, the Angels, and the best player in baseball. Uh, They didn't really get into the specifics as to what the condition is, but something that could affect him or should probably affect him for the rest of his life, and hopefully he's going to be able to figure that out and continue to play at the level he is accustomed to because it would be really sad if his career was cut short because of an injury of this particular state, especially if it's a condition that he's had for a while and has been able to best. I'm excited. You should be excited. Everybody should be excited by the Weird Al Yankovic story, Big J. It is coming soon to a Roku TV near you. Uh, They have revealed not only a poster, but the premiere date for the movie Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Uh, It's going to happen on November 4th, my friend, and it will be completely free to anybody that has a Roku TV or uses the Roku kind of connection to get online and make your television a smart television. Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, will play Weird Al Yankovic. Evan Rachel Wood is Madonna. Ray Wilson is uh, Dr. Demento. Uh, I also saw Jack Black is in this as well. Nice. (laughs) As Wolfgang Jack. So he's having some fun. And it's clearly kind of a fictional telling of the origin story of Rita Yankovic. It looks hilarious and awesome. And it is coming to Roku TV on November 4th. That's the official date. So you can check out the trailer. It's already online. Poster as well. And now you have a date to go with it. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and let's get you a nice little morning after prize package. We have tickets to Pop Evil. That show is happening next Saturday, the 6th, at the Knitting Factory. We'll get you lined up with those and our Battle of the Bands tickets. Only got a couple pair left of these. Uh, it's going to be very important. We need you to come out and vote. Uh, that is tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Some great bands vying for a chance to open for X-Fest 2022. You just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, 208-287-1003 is the phone number if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to need a little bit of luck from Big J to make that happen. Let's see if we can do it. Hello, The X. A luck. Yeah, you heard it here first. Hello, The X. Jake. What's up, man? What's Hello, your name? Doing good. This is Jake. All right, Jake. You're up first. Good luck. Hey, Jake. Uh, Jacoby Shaddix is celebrating a birthday today. What X-Fest 22 band does he sing for? Jacoby. That's uh, Papa Roach. There you go. That's right. Right on the money. Uh, Nick, on what video game platform did Gran Turismo game series debut? PlayStation. PlayStation is correct. Right. Vince McMahon just retired as CEO for what entertainment company? WWE. Right. Right on. Nick, when Lori Loughlin wasn't busy lying to get her kids into USC, she was starring in Full House. What was her character's name? She was Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky right. is right. Look how good you're doing. The fictional town of South Park is located in which United States state? Oh, I don't watch that movie. Um, uh, South Park. I don't know. Name one of the states. Maybe you might be right. Yeah. Uh... 
Colorado. Oh! Whoa! That's a nice move am right I, there. That's right. Am That's I right? Correct. You're right. Yes. Uh, Nick, in a casino, what is the device called that a dealer will deal cards from in a multi-deck game like Blackjack? Uh, shoe? Yes, it's the shoe. Right. Um, and uh, last question here for you. Oh. Which America rock band, famous for the song Eye of the Tiger, shares the same name as the little as the title of a popular reality TV show? Eye of the Tiger, popular. Um, uh, tiger. That was uh, um, Eye of the Tiger, popular TV show would be, I don't know. Oh. Now listen, hang on. Don't let the listener get the last question. That seems like well, a no, bad... There's another question oh, for you as well. Nice que- oh, that's it, Jake? You me... What is it? You're going to give me another one? I don't know. You don't know? Wrong. All right, Jake. Sorry, man. We tried. I was going to have Big J uh, actually give me the tickets, but now, unfortunately, uh, that is it. So... Uh, you got the question wrong, Jake, and that's just the way that it goes sometimes, I guess. Morning after with Nick and Big No, Jake, Jake. call back. <laughs> it's the X. Did he hang up? Yeah. Lines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Big J holding a grudge. Mistakes were made and thanks, but no thanks. Holding a grudge. 79-year-old Indiana man could go to prison because he allegedly destroyed four cars at two different dealerships, Big J. Whoa. His name is Dewey Frederick, and he claims Dewey. that he bought a lemon from a car dealer in Fort Wayne back in 1986, and so it was time for his revenge. The arrest affidavit claims that Frederick set an SUV on fire. The fire then spread to two other vehicles. He then drove to another dealership and dropped a lit road flare into a convertible. He is charged with felony arson and could spend 48 years in prison, Big J. He's 79. He ain't going to make it that long. But it's probably wise. Like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this right now. But the weird thing is... Neither of the dealerships was where he bought the car from. They're not around anymore. He just had it out for car dealerships ever since he got screwed over in 86, at least according to him. He could just be off his rocker, too. There's that. Yeah. But, I mean, that seems like a <laughs> really weird way to go about extracting your you know event. What? You know what? He showed them some dirty work. You ever buy a lemon, though? Uh, like, in your life, did you ever buy a vehicle that just was a piece of junk? I mean, yeah, a lot of the cars I bought were piece of junks. But you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, yeah, because I was poor-ish for the right. most part. So That, I think, is different than buying a lemon. I bought a brand new vehicle where I had nothing but problems with, like, from the word go. And it was a straight-up mess. And I have yet to buy that make of car again uh, because of that situation. It was a bad, bad How unfortunate. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're, the company is really, really regretting it. Mistakes were made, or thanks, but no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Big J, when you were uh, growing up, did you want to have kids? Do you want to be a dad? You are a father, of course, but did you want to be one? I mean, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think that I did. Huh? Yeah, I, you I, don't for, know if for, you wanted for a long time, I didn't like. I didn't really like kids well, or old listen, people. Well, listen, you still don't like kids. Let's be honest. I had a bunch of them in here yesterday. I loved them. I understand, but they're that you love them because they're not yours. Yeah, you're you right. don't like you don't like babies. You, you're uncomfortable around yeah. them. It's 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 awkward to watch even from a distance. What? Well, I mean, listen, we're being honest, right? 
you don't like holding them, you don't know how to do it. They don't enjoy it usually. Usually you have a big old beard that they're freaked out from. Yeah, that's true. And so it, it's it's just not a good match. And so, listen, the point is there's a lot of people out there that are t- opting out of children at this point. About 20% of people in the United States right now decided that, you know what? In their teens or their early 20s, they've discovered they don't want to have kids. And that's fine. Uh, the Michigan State University ended up conducting this particular study, and they found out that at least particularly people in Michigan uh, aren't really that much into children, about 21% of adults, and that's more population than uh, Michigan's nine largest cities. If you do that, that factors out to about 1.7 million people in Michigan don't want kids, so that's a lot, and that's okay. Not everybody has to have parents, or not everybody has to have kids, you understand? Not everybody has to be a parent. So if you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I don't want to have kids, then don't. But do yourself that favor, Big J. Don't make that mistake and have a child if you don't want one, you understand? Okay. Because look at you now. You're happy, right? Yeah. Kids are good. Everybody's happy. That's you right. Don't, no regrets, no, right? Disrupted now, you know, almost a 50-year-old father. Wrap I'm no it Alec up. Baldwin. Wrap it up with mistakes were made. A North Carolina woman went on a revenge to set fire to the wrong house. Big J, we have fires getting set everywhere. This woman was allegedly trying to set her ex-boyfriend's house on fire, but it appears to have gotten the address wrong. The real homeowner confronted the woman uh, who ran off after law enforcement arrived. Deputy soon arrested her for felony first-degree arson, amongst other charges. So you may want to double-check the address, make sure you got everything right if you're looking to extract that kind of revenge. But let me also advise you on not burning somebody has a house down. As well. Yeah, please don't. That seems like a bad idea from the word go. Uh, so right now we're 0 for 2 with fire stories. So maybe fire's not the best revenge out there. Or at least we're not planning it well enough. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's... Your headlines, you're up to date on everything. That is Fozzie, that is I Still Burn here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it sounds to me, Big J, like great minds think alike sometimes, huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. But uh, so the wife, uh, she she enjoys strolling through uh, TikTok and then she'll send me uh, some some suggestions or some videos. Usually they're like recipe ideas and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and so when I see one or funny cat ones or whatever, uh, <laughs> I'll send them to her. And so the other day, uh, she finally got of work and so we're, we're hanging out together and she's you know have finally having a chance to go through her tiktok and i had sent her one the day before and it was from a guy who does uh, a lot of uh, food videos and he was doing a duet with somebody that had taken a steak and instead of seasoning it with like salt and pepper some seasoning thing he'd taken craft mac and cheese powder and put it all over the steak and then air fried it. And I'm like, oh, that might not be good. But the guy says he did it and he showed it and it looked actually pretty good. So I sent it to the wife. Well, yesterday uh, I get a message and I open it up and I look at it and uh, it's the exact same video. And she sent it to me. I'm like, what are you playing a joke on me? She's like, no, what? And I'm like, I sent you this video days ago. You're not even watching my videos anymore. What the your hell? Your wife is ignoring your text messages. Yeah, exactly. But it was hilarious because I'm like, <laughs> we've sent each other the same thing. And it's not really the first time it's kind of happened that way. So um, it's just, it's kind of funny. You're right. But great minds do think alike. Uh, I will not be trying that though. Well, but how come? I mean, if you thought it was, both thought it was interesting have enough, why not? Have you bought a steak lately? Uh, I have not. No. I am not going to waste that money. On a steak. But what if it's delicious? Yes. What if it is delicious? Okay. If the price, if I see some great steaks on sale, then maybe I'll give that a shot. 
maybe try it out with hamburger first, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, I think there's a difference there. But also, I mean, you know, cheese-crusted steak is, or a crusted steak of any kind, really, is a thing that could possibly happen. So I suppose it's not that unusual. But did you did you share it because you thought it was funny or because you thought it looked good? I did share it because I thought it looked good. Okay. And so I wanted her opinion on it. But at the same time, listen, and I, it's not like I'm just buying a steak for myself in this house, right? I got to buy four steaks. And let me, I'll just tell you this, okay? So I'm, I'm upset with myself. So Albertsons had a deal uh, a couple weeks ago on ribeyes. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But guess what? The family pack only has three steaks in it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go ahead and buy it. And, you know, the wife and I will share a steak. And then, you know, Kyle and and Mason will get a whole steak. Uh And we did that. And I'm like, great. And afterwards, I'm still hungry. I'm like, oh, damn it. I'm like, that's the last time I'm only buying three steaks. I mean, this is an amazing insight into the the problems that you have and the the world that you share. It is incredible to be perfect. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's an incredible. It's a very unique problem. And so, why you knew that there were only three? Why not tack on another? I just well, because sometimes you know, uh, it just seems like we have too much, right? (laughs) Like some of those steaks can be pretty big, and I'm like, well, we'll split one. It'll be nice. I mean, we're trying to save money. We're going on vacation to Vegas here pretty soon. That'll help. So, you know, uh, planning on trips around the world here, I'm trying so to save money. only three ribeyes and not four, is what you said. Yeah, I, so, you know, I, the, the, the sale was for three pack, and, and I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> I actually bought two of those, but I froze one. <laughs> now we're getting into it. Be- this is the truth. Because that's six steaks, okay? And there's only four of us. And I'm like, then what do you do? So I'm like, oh... Save us some money here. <laughs> so it was actually the second time around we had the three steaks. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Uh, you wonder why you're not allowed to go to the store anymore. We, talk, we would never have steak if I didn't go to the damn store. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rocks. 100.3 The X. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. And we've got tickets for you. Our Battle of the Bands is happening tomorrow at the Rev Center. It is important for you to show up because we need your vote. One of these bands is going to open up for X-Fest 2022, and uh, they are going to do that based upon people's votes. So we've got uh, R- Roses Are Dead, We Were Giants, Life Upon Liars, Basement, and Artificial Aliens, all of to open up so we need you you can do that you can get these tickets and that vote by figuring out bad impressions here is our phone number it is 208-287-1003 so if you want to support some local music and join us tomorrow night at the rev center now would be the time to give us a jingle and play a little game called bad impressions which works like this big j has three clues it all revolves around somebody pretty famous and if you can figure out who he is trying to be from those three clues, sometimes it takes all three, sometimes you can power through in one, sometimes it takes two, you never know. But it's up to you. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Austin. All right, Austin, you're up first. Good luck. My real name is Saul. Bob Odenkirk? No, no. His <laughs> real name is Bob Odenkirk. But I like the way you're thinking. Next clue. People consider me one of the best rock guitarists of all time. Next. I wear a top hat. You can't miss me. 
I don't know. Well, if he's got a real name, know. but he's not known by that, he's got another fake name. Any guesses? Any, anybody, yeah. that, anybody that plays guitar and wears a top hat? Flash. There you hey, go. Hey, you got it. Good job, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Make sure you're set and good to go. And why is Slash in the news? Turn myself into a lifeline. Uh, he is in the news because he's going to be in a new commercial. He's made it big time now, uh, Nick. Uh, Capital One commercial, and uh, it's it's pretty funny commercial actually. He uh, he is, appears to be uh, auditioning to be in a band for some kids, and uh, he starts uh, to go, "Okay, show us what you got." And he plays some sweet child of mine and they look dumbfounded at him and they're like you're in and uh he goes cool and that's it it just goes to show you how simple and easy it is uh to uh bank with capital one banking that's how the commercial that's goes. the line that they're drawing <laughs> yeah wait how, what makes that easy that's how easy it's as easy oh, as slash easy, auditioning oh, for a band there there i see okay it's as easy as slash getting into a band with a bunch of kids but it is it is pretty funny the whole thing is very funny. Beautiful. Well, it's good to know that he is making a little extra money on the side and doing what he needs to do in order to pay those Capital One bills, I am sure. Uh, when will that... Is it already on the TV? Is uh, that what you yep. saw? It's going to start... See, no, I saw it in our, our, our uh, information we get on how to do a morning show. <laughs> it needs to do better. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Best in peace. That's Dorothy. Rest in peace. Wrap it up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday morning. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with us, man. We appreciate it so much. Got to learn about Big J's meat today. <laughs> Gave us a uh, nerd. What's true? Yeah, but that's it's got a lot of innuendo in it. No, I you're talking you're, about the, the steaks that I buy. You're jumping to conclusions. Uh, we also had a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. We talked about how spelling is important and fundamental, especially if you're making a, a sign for an elementary school. And we also gave away some tickets to the X-Fest Battle of the Bands, which is tomorrow night at the Rev Center and to Pop Evil. That trend will continue tomorrow. We're going to keep our fingers crossed, Big J, because if all goes well, tomorrow on the show, an NFL superstar. Superstar. Ricky Williams is headed to Ontario for the weekend, and we're going to see if we can get him on the phone and chat it up with him a little bit before that so that'll be awesome we can catch up with him before his appearance yeah. in Ontario uh, this weekend uh, certainly one of the better running backs uh, that played in the NFL and certainly without dispute the best college football running back uh, as he still holds the record I believe for most yards he's a hell of a football player and incredible career at Texas went on to play in Miami and New Orleans and uh, had a ton of stuff 30 for Love 30 and ESPN is great so hopefully we'll catch up with Ricky Williams tomorrow and that leaves you with the floor Big J yeah I know Nick you love Branch's candy and the candy company has developed aren't they called Brock's uh, is it Brock's you're right Brock's that whole spelling thing <laughs> I've always called it Branch which is interesting <laughs> what? yeah not the point here because they have developed a new tailgate mix of candy corn Featuring flavors like hot dog, hamburger, and popcorn. This is disgusting. Number one, candy corn is gross. It should be thrown out in the garbage. Number two, savory things need to be kept out of candies. It needs. There's no place for it here. I mean, I'm not even a candy aficionado, but the idea of a hamburger-flavored candy is disgusting. Yeah. And hot dog, for that matter. What were the other ones you said? Yeah. I lost Uh, it after the first two. Popcorn. 
That's and hamburgers. Not hamburgers. I, oh, I will say this. Here. Like, I'm also not a fan of jelly beans uh, and jelly bellies in particular. Oh, like, man. I like the regular ones, but they make those weird flavored ones. And the grossest thing I've ever had was a popcorn flavored jelly belly because it tasted like popcorn. And that's not normal. And it freaked me out. And I didn't like it. I've actually taken a tour of the jelly belly. <laughs> I don't Factory. mind it. It's amazing cool. the flavors they're able to come up with, but like popcorn flavored candy should not be a thing. It doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. I'm right there with you. And candy corn should stop existing as well. Knock it off, it. branches. Yeah, branches, whoever you are. Knock it off. Next set of X Rock brought to you by T Moz. It's easy to get your auto loan pre approved with T Moz's I pre check button. Just click it. It's big and blue, and it's over at gotmazda.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.